Oh my god, I heard all this. It's like so loud. Crusty or whatever. This actually feels so weird. You know what I was doing yesterday, actually? Before um, we start. Yesterday, I was literally on Spotify and I was listening to our podcast and I was like, what the heck? I miss this so much. We need to do this again. I know. But we're finally back. So, hi guys, and welcome back to the Let Me Explain podcast, hosted by your girl, Baby H. And your girl, Casey. Welcome back to season two, episode three? I think two. I'm correct. No, it's episode three. Because um, the last episode we did with our mate, Hall, though, and then yeah. the first episode was the we're back. Uh. But we're back again. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long, guys. I actually feel kind of bad and kind of shitty that we haven't recorded in a while. But I know. I feel like... We're both at our most busiest times in life. It's really hard to navigate this. But I promise you, we'll, we'll try and get on top of it again. Sorry, I have an excuse. What was your excuse? Guys, the streets are not safe. No, they're not. Tell them why, baby H. The current caught me. Delta. She said Delta. Covered Delta. Guys, oh my God. I really thought... I was never going to be that person until my traveling sister and my kid. <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all niggas used to make fun of me having COVID at the start. And oh now it happened to you guys. But honestly, um, I think you guys thought you were invincible at one point. Yeah, definitely. Everyone was like, oh, what the fudge? No, COVID's never going to touch me. What the heck? I'm still going to go. I'm, doing, I'm not even going to wear a mask. I'll do it if I, if I like. And then it came back to you guys. Oh, fuck. God. Why was that me? Wallah. I was like okay like i was doing my thing for a while and i imagine i hate wearing masks absolutely and all of that so i'm just like but honestly it wasn't my fault so like it caught me but it caught me in a way i would have never expected still that's but but that's how the rona works it goes to people it never comes directly to you she's a trifling ass little witch Witch, yes (laughs) um but what was your experience like because i actually want to like compare our ones um so at the start i was just like sniffling a little bit and it was calm, it was cool, whatever. And I was like, I didn't, I was still going out because I'm like, I didn't think I was sick. Yeah. And then the next day, no, I lied. You never went out. I didn't go out. I remember you sent a Snapchat the day before you went into isolation. You're like, enemy of state. <laughs> you were actually out that day. <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> what were you doing that day? Please, your case. Because the last time I saw you guys was the Thursday, yeah? Yeah. And then until then, it was a while until I got positive. Yeah. And I still hadn't seen you guys. So um, I actually was not an enemy of state. I was only an enemy of state when I went to get tested. <laughs> and that's because I needed to get tested. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, it said positive. I already knew I was going to be positive because like, I was like, what if I was, had all these symptoms yeah. that were weird? But the ones that took me out was the body ache. Oh, my God. That, then I thought I was in that black I'll I basically alive, but I'm dead. No way. One eye open when I sleep. That was me as well. My body aches was one thing that took me out, but the worst side, like symptom for me, was um my lo- not loss of taste or smell, but everything that I would smell or eat just tastes like absolute ass. Like even brushing my teeth became like one of the things I dreaded the most because anything I put in my mouth just tastes like crap. Couldn't go next to the kitchen for like two weeks. I had, hadn't eaten. Mm-hmm. It was just the worst time of my life. I never got anything like sore throats or headaches or anything. Oh my god. Oh, sorry, no headaches. I did get yeah. coughing. I didn't get at all. Uh, slightly. That one, unfortunately. 
but you got it like now when we're at the peak of lockdown i got mine like when corona first got introduced to this country yeah so that was crazy um and like every day some lady's calling me no no no, no. <laughs> i said oh, please like and like i obviously because i was not sleeping yeah. at all yeah so it's like finally when i get to sleep which is in the morning yeah they're calling me 7 a.m 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 11, 12. Oh I'm like, listen, give me a break. Yeah, yeah. she's telling us. She's like, you got to the point where you actually cut, like, not cussed it out, but you screwed that well, light. <laughs> you screwed that light at the light. I was like, that is something Baby H would do on was... a regular. <laughs> no, no, guys. It was because, yeah, I would do that. But it's the fact that, well, like, what can you, like, I told you all my details, like, from the beginning when I was, like, yeah. fine, like, when I first got it, da, da, da. And then, like, the, to the point where she would call, like, um, yeah, she would call my dad, everybody in the house. Oh, my God. Um, is Mrs. Da, 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 um, is she, uh, like, nigga, I'm clearly at home. I'm literally, <laughs> 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 oh, my God. But at least you had good people in your house to spend lockdown with. I had the best lockdown. I was they actually so antisocial. Who said that? <laughs> they all said I'm antisocial. So Allah. No, because Allah, they were a headache. They were bullies, bro. And I was I was down bad the first couple of years. When I tell you down bad, oh like God. down bad. And then after that, when I was good, like, I was just on FaceTime. You guys look like you had, too, you guys look like you were having too much fun. I said, I, I'm down to get ready just to have, just so a vibe fun. with you guys. So much fun. We had the best delivery, um, person delivery in the world. Shout out to my lion. Oh, come on. Well, like every day, nonstop, whatever you want to. Oh, that was best. Oh I just ate, slept, watched my TV shows. Oh, I was raha. We was love so that. Good. We love that. Um. Uh, the one good thing about being in isolation is that you have no responsibility. You know how, you know what I dread every day? Yeah. Waking up mm. and knowing that I have things to do throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So being in isolation and knowing, oh shit, I don't even have, I don't have nothing to do. I can just wake up whatever time I want to. Mm. No one's waiting for me. No chores are waiting for me. It's just me and vibes in the day. It's the best thing in the world. Well, I, have, but I miss that. The, like the work, just like the first part, like the first five days. Mm. They're tough. They yeah, tough. they're tough. Yeah. but alhamdulillah oh my god do you feel like you got support from like the you know how now they're advocating for like mental health in like isolation people that are in isolation mm. do you feel like they supported you at all like yeah they did they tell me so many times like if you need anything let yeah. us know we'll bring it to you if you want to talk to a social worker oh my all this god. stuff and i'm like no i'm good thanks they didn't have those type of facilities when i when mm. i went into isolation they had the freaking um the army rocking up to you yeah. well lie when i tell you i had the army coming to my house at least five times a day but i had, i didn't mind at all i loved it <laughs> i said yes come 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 men in uniform we love it <laughs> we do love men in uniform that is correct <laughs> no it's something about the army you know if i if my mum allowed me i think i would become a nurse and work in the army that was like one of my biggest dreams but i was talking to some lady back when i was doing placement i was talking to a lady that was a nurse in the air force and she's kind of like do it if you want to, but there's a massive, like, drinking culture in the Army and the Air Force and all them, like, Marines and stuff like that. And they're also very, what's the word about women? Yeah. They're very, they don't see women often. So when they do, they get a bit too excited. And I was yeah. like, I don't think I want to be around that, but I really want to try, like, mm. working for either Department of Defense or Department of Justice, like, something in that field. Yeah. If that makes sense. Even, like, like criminal justice. Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. Like, I'm considering going into forensics did i tell you no i'm considering doing like forensic nursing like working at psychiatric oh. um hospitals with the um prisoners 
Um, that sounds like a vibe. That is, what do you mean? That's exactly what I want to do. So Allah. Oh my God. I don't know. I just feel like there's something like, there's like this psycho part that I'm like, I, I kind of like, I'm a dick. No, I don't know how to say it in like no, a no, way. No, no, But like. Talk your truth. Don't feel things. Go ahead. I feel some type of way like I'm so intrigued and interested. It's almost like a, a little fantasy of mine that I'm really? like. Okay, guys going to think I'm weird, but. As in, like, do you want to be those people that work at, like, a guard or... No, a, like a social worker. Oh, a social worker in the, the things. But it's, like, I just, like, I want it, like... Me, it's, like, what possessed you to do this? Like, everything is behind the oh, thought and the yeah. process and, like, tell me. So, like, why did you do that? <laughs> what made you want to marry somebody? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they have this, like, really, like, one line. They're, like, master manipulators. No, and crazy. to me, like, manipulation is, like, an art for, like, one line, like, elite. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, the only thing I'm scared about is my ass would do something like, no, they'll whoop your ass. You don't know them. No, they wouldn't. They would no, have no, guards. They, do you think those guards will do anything to you? Not whooping my ass. I, I think when it comes to like women in the justice system, they're very more like, no, they, are they try to manipulate them in a certain way. And for me, it's like, what they do is they literally like reel you in. Like they'll be nice to you mm. at the start. They'll show you, oh, like, I'm not supposed to be in here. Like, and I didn't mean to do any of that. And the once they catch you, they start to take advantage of you and do things. I don't know, but um, what's it called again? One of our friends did placement at, I think it was at a, I'm pretty, I don't know if it was at a psych ward or a, a prison or something like that, mm. but um, she was telling me how she was treating a um, a Muslim man. So alive. Yeah, she was working with a Muslim guy and basically like, um, she was taking his blood and then like, he kept on like whispering stuff in her ears and stuff like that and like trying to like manipulate and she's like, at the start she was like, like, no, stop. Oh my God. And then, um. And she'd be like, yeah, she'd be like, oh, how's your day? And just try to converse with him. And then he'd be like, getting like more closer and be like, like saying like stuff and da da da. And she's like, well, like, she's like, imagine like I wasn't a strong person or I was like maybe a younger girl and I was like first getting into the thing. And he was saying like really yeah. things that are like lovely. Yeah. And like, imagine like he was actually good looking and he, like, you know what I mean? Like someone could, you could actually, well, like someone could manipulate you and like. There's so many times, even like my lecturers and all that, they tell me like, when you're working in these things, you have to be really strong-minded like, and all these things because well, like these people, they have nothing else to do. 24 hours of the day in that cell and they have yeah, yard time. Exactly. And for ha- like how long is their sentence going to be? Like, come on out. And plus, your life outside of this, you're a criminal. Just know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, how, you know how to get yourself out of situations. That to me, but it's scary, but that to me is like, I want to see if I'm bigger than that. <laughs> It's almost like a mental game. Like, you say, let me test the Let me the test you, yeah. And no, that's like, their only source of entertainment. They're like, okay, what can I do today? Because obviously mm. these niggas don't have anything in jail. Like, they can't do anything. They don't have, um, like, they don't see people. Yeah. So that'd be interesting to And she was like, in. literally, she was like, um, he was like saying like, like, um, oh, like that hurts. But like, she's like, and then she's trying to like see like, oh, like what's hurting you and like feel and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, like, do do you know what I mean? Like that sort of stuff, like it takes a real mad person to do that. You know, once I had a patient in hospital, um, this was on my like second year placement and all like, mind you, I'm new to this. So I just see some guy getting wheeled in in a bed. I'm in a surgical ward. Like I see a guy wheeled in a bed and he's wearing, um, he's handcuffed to the bed. I said, what is going on? <laughs> this is in the morning when we're doing handover. Yeah. So after we do handover, the, the nurse in charge, she like allocates me a room yeah. with my nurse buddy. And then um, my nurse, and then I, I find out we're taking care of this guy. Yeah. So as I'm walking up to the room, he has his own room. Yeah. I see two guards at the front. I'm like, okay, what the heck? And mind you, they're like decked out in black clothes, like from top to bottom black. And they have like, you know, those, um, the vests, the bulletproof, <laughs> bulletproof vests. So we walk into the room. There's two more guards next to his bed. 
I said, we're in the same clothes. And then there's some skinny ass man in a suit, bold with a suitcase, sitting down next to his bed as well. I said, what is going on? So we go and introduce ourselves to the patient. I'm like, oh my God. And just like when we walk in, I can literally feel his eyes like watching us. And this guy looks like the most scariest person in the world. Mm. He's like, like olive type skin tone. He's completely bold. Like he looks so scary. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what's going on? So when we leave the room, I'm like to my nurse buddy, oh, like what's wrong with that patient? Why is he yeah. lo- like locked up? Is he like mentally ill? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's a patient from um, the prisons. Yeah. And he came here because he tried to get out of his sentence. So he murdered somebody and he tried to get out of his sentence and he um, swallowed a bunch of pens and he like ruptured his um, intestines. Yeah. So they brought him into the ward to do surgery on him to fix it. Yeah. I was like, what? He murdered somebody? I couldn't get past that. Yeah. So every time I would walk into the room to do his blood pressure and stuff like Murder. that, I was like, I was like, hi, sir. <laughs> I'm just going to do your blood pressure. And he actually was so nice. That's yeah. what I was so scared about. He's like, oh, you're lovely. Here, yeah. take my arm. Yeah. I was like. You freaking psychopath. I'm telling you. And then they had like two other guards next to the elevators. I was like, wow, this is com- like this is scary as. Mm. But it's kind of fun. Like you get an adrenaline rush. Yeah, I think that's what it is for me. It's more well, so like, adrenaline rush and the whole Even like, like working. Woo, something different every day. Well, like even working in. I know I hated my mental health placement. But like the stuff that I experienced in there. Mm. Like seeing people cutting themselves and stuff like that. Like I know mental health is a big thing. But. It was actually quite interesting to me. I'm not going to lie. And I also realized some people with mental health are also master manipulators as well. Yeah. Like it's quite scary. I had a lady that was had multiple personalities. So she had three personalities. One was like a child. One was like some posh like English lady. And then one was just like her normally. So she would come out of the room as like the, the very posh lady. And her name was Victoria. And she'd come in and she'd be like... Yes, Victoria's acting like an, a little bit of a nonce today. Like, well, like with her accent and everything. Then she'd go back in the room, come out with two pigtails, her Elmo doll, and she's like, Hi, my name is Nara. Like, she's talking like a child. Oh, my God. I said, this is just Well, that's mental. And I'm like to the nurses, I'm like, do you guys sometimes feel like it's just, some, it's more than mental health? Like, it's more something spiritual? Because, like, I know as Somalis, we think everything is, like, got to do with, like, jinns and shit like that. So I was like, do you guys think it's more something spiritual? And she's like, yeah, sometimes you do get, like, bad vibes off of patients. Like, you can feel that there's something more there that's not mental health issues. And I'm like, whoa, this is scary. Yeah. Now, like, all that stuff is really scary. But, like, as you learn about it and, like, you Mm. educate yourself and stuff like that, like, you will know that, like, I feel like there's just, there's more to the person and more to their mental health. Like sometimes, yeah, they can have three personality disorders, but like something really must have traumatized them in the mm. past or got them to this state or like maybe a chemical imbalance or whatever the case may be that's happening in their body. But wallahi, like may Allah protect us all from that because mm-hmm. it's wallahi, it's a scary thing. And I realized also one thing that I don't, I don't think a lot of people know this, but a lot of the patients that you see in mental health hospitals mm. and facilities like that are mostly people that work in the healthcare field or people that do a lot of like, what's the word like they're frontline workers like paramedics police officers nurses dentists like yeah. most of the people in there deal with trauma on a daily basis mm-hmm. or take on other people's well we're certainly american or take on other people's like <laughs> other, people's <laughs> other people's yeah other people's mm. um burdens mm. so i'm like one well, that's what i want to say to all healthcare professionals yeah. seek the help where you can get it if you feel like you need like to vent and to like debrief i feel like something that's something that you should do definitely and like every um healthcare worker has a mental health plan that you're 
work gives you or that your work does with you i don't know if you have it but like even like when i was first applying for my course like mm. we did a whole um mental health plan and this is that mm-hmm. for like even our little projects we used to do on campus and stuff like that like that like we would have like we would host rooms and stuff like that and then people would come in and they'll just want to chat to you and i like the nature of my work is like everything starts off on a friendly basis yeah. and then it just escalates yeah. that's why sometimes i get really scared so oh, i'd rather no. just put myself in the deep end and i'm like i already know these people mm-hmm. and how they are and what they're capable not to prejudge them but like you're in a um correctional facility you must have done something crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know what i mean um but like with normal people on a day-to-day basis it's more like um hi how's it going da, 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 da. how's it? like obviously you know there's something gonna happen yeah. but like to what extent you never know and all you're doing is sitting here reporting and then you're like whoa okay. yeah and then you have to take it back in so well like take care of yourself do the mental health plan you need go seek out if you need to get a social worker or a counselor or yourself do it yeah like yeah. there's nothing wrong with that um but make sure you offload and don't offload on the people at home yeah um, i feel like a lot of healthcare workers um, their life is like, well, like, it's a lot. And they're frontline workers for a reason. But, like, find an appropriate place to offload. Yeah. I um, feel like, um, I don't know. I'm not in the field yet. Like, mm. I haven't worked in a hospital. I haven't lost patients. I don't, like, I've had that at placements. But I've never had patients of my own. So I don't really know how I would go about it. But I think, for me, it would be it would be more beneficial if I offloaded onto somebody that knew exactly what I was talking about mm. rather than offloading someone at home where they're just like, oh, she must have had a tough day. Yeah. But you guys don't know exactly what I was going through. I need someone of like mind or someone in the same situation because they can then validate my feelings mm. and they'll know yeah. exactly like how much this situation affected me. I actually really want to get a nurse on here. Yeah. I have one in mind and I really want to have her on here and like talk about the traumas of um like working as a nurse especially because she works in pediatric icu yeah i i, I know you know who i'm talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. but I definitely want to get someone like that on here but yeah oh you know also one thing that i found very confronting on yeah. my mental placement yeah. and this is something i never understood but you know when a patient is like they're telling you i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna commit suicide mm. and i found this so weird and i still can't understand it but when they tell you that you're supposed to ask them, you're not supposed to like comfort them and be like, oh, it's okay. Like, don't worry yeah. about it. You're supposed to say, okay, when are you going to commit suicide? Yeah. Tell me how you're going to do yeah. it. What's the actions are you going to take towards it? When are you going to, what day are you going to do? What time? What? And I was like, but why are you doing that? You're kind of facilitating the idea of them committing suicide. And then I realized, and I was like, actually, you're kind of not. It's opposite. You're trying to. It's very confronting. Yeah. Like when you're telling a person when, how, it's like sometimes, because I don't know, like, they said as well, like when we were learning about um, suicide and suicide prevention and all that stuff, they were saying, when you um, comfort a person mm-hmm. in that time, because some of them, it's like a really like, well, like mental illness, like it's really, ba- it's really sick. So like some of them, some of them will take it as like um, the notion of craving attention yeah. and then putting it into that, that side and then using um, sympathy and all of those emotions and manipulating you. And then being like, you know what? All right, this is the way I get her attention. You know what? I'm going to keep convince her to do this for me. This is what I want to do. Because she knows this is a serious thing and she wouldn't want to deal with this trauma. Nor would she want to be the one having to report about this. And me being the death of me being on her hands, let me say this. And they say it to you. I don't feel like that's the case. But I don't feel like that's the case for everybody. I feel like, yeah, there's certain situations where that could be the case. But I feel like there's also certain situations where people like genuinely 
they need that sympathy and they need you to tell them oh it's okay and it's not like they don't have an ulterior motive behind it or trying to manipulate you into doing something but then it's like for me my job is already too big to distinguish the difference between who is trying to who's genuine who's genuine and who's not like that's beyond my scope of practice regardless so i don't have time to nitpick which one is genuine or not and they're all suffering from a mental illness Yeah, yeah, yeah and i don't know how far or how like how you're gonna drag this you know what i mean so literally they tell you and it's very confronting to a person when you're going to tell them when, how. Because my job is I'm trying to prevent it. Or I'm try- yeah. if I'm going to be there, I need to stop it some way, somehow. Yeah. So yeah. it's like when. And then they, like, they put it into perspective themselves. And these questions are hard-hitting. If someone tells you when are you going to commit suicide, yeah. you're like, whoa. Do you feel I like halfway, think? like, also I was asking this question to one of the girls, but I feel like, you know how you see those videos? And this is a trigger warning for anyone that, we should, we should actually put a trigger warning at the start, but yeah. that's all right. I'm trigger warning about suicide. Mm. But do you guys feel like when, <clears throat> say those, this is very deep and very scary. When the people say they're about to commit suicide, they're about to jump off the bridge or whatever they're doing, wherever they're mm. about to do to end their life, you feel like once it's too late or they're at that brink of death, they regret their actions and they can't go back? Or do you feel like they're like satisfied with, yeah, now I'm dead, I'm done? Do you get me? Like, I feel like when someone's jumping off a bridge, you jumped and then halfway down to the ground, you're like, shit, I shouldn't have done this. And you start to remember why you shouldn't do it. I don't know. Wallahi, I couldn't really tell you, but depression, mental health, all those things. Wallahi, I feel like it's a really dark place and it's a downhill spiral. And I feel like it gets them to that point where I genuinely feel like they're satisfied with their actions. Mm. Like, I don't feel like they ever regret anything. I feel like for them being dead is better than alive mm. in that in some people's cases or like, like it's so scary to think about it but like like you never know how someone is in their own head about their own life yeah like it's pretty scary but i genuinely believe that when they choose to do an action like that i believe they're more satisfied with being out of this world of than that, in this yeah. world yeah. because they think that their life is that miserable and that bad yeah and it's so sad to think that that's how someone is going about their day yeah but um true. what do you think i don't know i don't know i don't know i feel like i don't even know honestly because i feel like sometimes people like they kind of psych themselves out and they kind of psych themselves out into taking that step and then once they're off the bridge or they're off they're doing exactly what it is to take their life they kind of regret afterwards and i just i don't know I don't know, it's a very hard question to ask. That's why I was wanted to ask, like, the viewers, like, can you guys give your views on that? Because I genuinely want to understand what pushes somebody to... I know that people have traumas and things that affect them in their daily life, but once you're at that point and you want to take your life, like, how do you just mentally do it? <laughs> that's what I just genuinely can't understand. Yeah, that. no, I genu- But I feel like that's something that we will never understand mm. or you'll never understand unless you're dealing with mental health. Yeah. But... Yeah, this is a very deep topic. Oh my um, god, I didn't know we were gonna go this deep. <laughs> I'm nah, kind of scared. Nah, sometimes um, it's like sometimes you actually like have to think about what people and what they're going through and the reality. Like, yeah, we can always like have a laugh and do all these like fun topics that the people enjoy, but mm. these are this is the reality. This is the reality, and people are going through this as we speak right now. So I feel like even if we're not going through it, or like someone out there is going through it, and like you know. Yeah. It's just to be aware about your surroundings and like even sometimes myself like when I like get really upset at a person like sometimes I'm like you never know what they're going through baby hey check you yeah. can't always like unleash your emotions on people and stuff like that but it's just like 
it's how, easier for my yeah it's explain, easier yeah. said than done because like my side it's like how inconsiderate like yeah, yeah. don't treat me like that and everything's about me 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 but then i have to look at it like you don't know that person from nowhere they might get upset at you because da, 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 like something's happening in their life so i'm just like just tread lightly be aware of your surroundings and like just be good to everybody and treat everybody like you know with respect and be mm-hmm. kind Mm. And that's like a mental self made to myself as well. As I'm saying, we this. love that. We love that. Um, Off topic, but I have a question. Mm. I was <laughs> this is the most random thing you can hear. Yeah. So I was talking to one of our mates, and we were in the car, and we were talking. You know that day how we were supposed to go to the beach, watch the sunset, and yeah. all that. Um, you know how everyone rocked up late, mm. but everyone, and I mean you guys. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Not pointing any fingers. Yeah. Cool. How you guys rocked yeah. up late? Uh-huh. Moving on. And you know how. <laughs> <laughs> you know not that i'm angry right you know what the funny thing is i don't know why you guys deeper like i'm sick and tired of it you guys have our location like enough is enough now there's no, no. Music. like you guys still have faith in us and you, when you guys have our locations like i don't call people anymore i just check their location no no, no. i just have a question mm. like why do you guys feel the need mm. not to point fingers but why do you feel the need no just to... point the fingers okay, okay. you're gonna say something no, 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 actually big chest. I'll... go on since you're such a big girl and you're so bold today yay <laughs> Now what I was gonna say is on. that day we were supposed to go watch a sunset. Mm. Um, you know how we, we got kind of not angry at you guys, but annoyed that you guys came late, mm. even though there was miscommunication or anything. Mm. If you had a friend that time and time again, this is not, but this is not, this is just something I thought of based on the what happened yesterday. Yeah. But it's not actually us that I'm talking okay. about. But oh. say you had a friend that was constantly always late. And you're like someone that's like very punctual on time. Like you follow the rules. Like if they say, oh, we're going at this time, you're there at that time. Yeah. If you had a friend like that was constantly late. Yeah. And like you've told them time and time again, like, hey, listen, like, like I'm running on a schedule. Like I need you to be here by this time. I've got things to do. And they're constantly late and like, I'm sorry. And I say that we're gonna, they're going to change. Like what would you do? <laughs> um, I personally think that this is actually very personal <laughs> and it's about me. So let me just add to it with my bold chest myself, Lovely. okay? Since you want to be so brave today. I love okay. it. Go ahead. Um, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Um, no, I sometimes think it's... I'm waiting. Because the thing is, I'm not taking a personal now no. because you're not punctual yourself yes even i though, am even though you're like no no just let me speak okay? okay there's no need to cut me off even yeah, though, <laughs> all right <laughs> let me age real it is just you like to think that you're punctual and you like to think that you're this person that is yep. so on time and has yep. a schedule and, and, and you're actually just it's, and busy, I am? it's the, no 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 stop cutting me off and okay no no i understand yes sometimes i can be late but also sometimes you can drag it as well like yes i can understand you're late but you guys you know you guys took it above the late you guys went past late and went to extend late. That doesn't make sense, but you get what I'm coming from, yeah? Where I'm coming from. Okay, so... You, so okay, I, I, okay, so do you want to let me finish now? Okay, go ahead. Thank you very much. <laughs> Some people just have to go home training, honestly. I'm so sorry. Um, but at the end of the day, yep. you like... It's it's the biggest, like, deception. Like, literally. You like to portray that you're some person that, oh my God, I'm so No, but this is not about me. You're I'm not letting me general. finish. Okay, but this is not about me. This is just in general. But you're not letting me finish, though. Okay, go ahead. God damn, Monica. What's up with you? Fuck. Anyways, 
So basically, she likes to portray this this person, mm-hmm. but that's actually not her. So honestly, if you're gonna come to me and you're gonna be on time, twenty four eight, and you're gonna come when you say you're gonna come and you're gonna be ready, no. But when you wanna take your time some days, or when you wanna do things for your mum, or do things for your siblings, or come this or come that, and, da, 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 and you have so many errands to run, then you have no leg to stand on. Because as far as I know, you're just as bad as me on a different day. Absolutely so don't chat to me. Not. No, absolutely, absolutely not. not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think of myself as sometimes I can drag, but right. It's no, the, but sometimes it's very, very, very rare you see me drag you know why it's most of the time my mom's saying oh please can you go buy me this or please we don't have any until in the house go buy the shops and do this for us and that's my mom i can't say no to her can of course i you can't. absolutely but that's that's me as well when i do things no well. you can't no you know damn well you're either in your bed or you're cleaning the house or you're doing something Stop cleaning the house okay but like can't you do that earlier Okay, couldn't you figure that out earlier? No, but I didn't. That's an unknown for me. I My mom know. just springs that up I on me. I didn't know. But you it's knew been, the house was could, dirty. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I could use the same excuses, this, that, and the third. But really and truly, at this point, you're trying to prove a point. You're trying to say, ah, yeah, I can come late. But you're trying to be better. Listen, at the end of the day, pace yourself. Come on our level. You know you want to be late. You know you don't want to be arguing with us all the time. My saying is, if you can't beat them, join them. So, I'm not I'm, <laughs> I'm saying if you can't beat us in the late game, well, I can just be late yourself. Have at this point, I'm sick of tired of you. I don't. Yes, I am. This is not a tag. This is just me asking. Because <laughs> I was asking your sister earlier. I was like, so what do you do when you have placement and work and stuff like? You come early, right? So why can't you apply that to your normal sitting in real life when you're meeting your friends or you're going out? Why can't you show up at that that early time or the time that you'd set? Because it's not necessary. More why time, is it nec- not necessary? Why, why would I? Do you know how many hours there are in the day, sweetie? It's like, imagine like everybody is doing the wrong thing and you're just that one person constantly coming on time. Because <laughs> at this point, I'm tired and I shouldn't be doing that. So therefore, I'm going to join them. That team is the one I follow the mass. I'm so sorry. Especially in a situation like this, why am I going to come earlier, break my back for people that are not even there? But guess what, baby? You know what it is actually? It's because when I, when I try and join the mass, yeah. <laughs> Somehow I'm later than them. So when I join you guys, it's the day that you guys decide to be early. But when I don't join you guys and I want to be early, it's the day you guys decide to drain it. Just do whatever you want. Go with the flow, honestly. Okay, but sometimes there's just something called etiquette. And there's something <laughs> called being on time. <laughs> no, there's no attack. But I just generally wanted to know like, what goes through your mind when you're late. Um, just whatever I have to do, I need to do, honestly. I don't really, I don't like to be put on a certain time frame. Mm. Um, unless I actually, like, it's work, uni, mm. uh, placement, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Do you I'll genuinely do think that you, like, do you, when you're do- going through life, do you mm. think, oh, I have, like, I have so much amount of time, like, I can get it done, yeah. and then the time runs away from you, and you're like, oh, yeah, basically. Shit. Like, I should have been there yesterday, why am I still here? Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it works out for me. No, it doesn't. Because we have reservations <laughs> at seven and you're there at nine. I no, have, um, you guys are lucky. Like, I'm the type of person I can brush under the rug. I don't give a shit. No, like, I'll get over like, the next no, day. No, because you know what she does? No, I brought up this I'll, topic. Give it, give it, give it, I'll her, so I'll stop. <laughs> she actually holds it one day to unleash. No, no, Shut I don't up. <laughs> I don't give a shit. No, nah, genuinely, I don't care. I'll brush under the rug because it doesn't phase me at mm. all. At the end of the day, it's yeah. just time. I can get over that shit. It's, mm, it's like it's really Malaya. Yeah, Malaya. <laughs> but yeah, it's Malaya. I do things like I can get over it quickly. It's not yeah, that deep. Yeah, I guess so. But I just wanted to bring it up because I, th- I feel like there's so many people in this world that have um like th- that friendship dynamic where there's always people that are coming late and there's always people that are coming Yeah, but that's late. not our friendship dynamic. Yes, it and is. And that's not you. So stop telling the viewers that you're no, that person. No, that's not. And I'm, I don't make you wait. Longer than you have to wait. So continue waiting. Darling, you know when Stupid. I call you when I'm coming to yeah. pick you up? I call you when I'm still at my house and I tell you to come outside. Mm-hmm. And Why then, are you still in your house? Mm, good question. <laughs> good question. What's Find the answer? Find out next episode. <laughs> What's the answer? I need some, some money. money. <laughs>
The I've fuck been, I gotta do with two hundred dollars? It's let's not clicking Steven. <laughs> that TikTok has been in my mind all day. Wallahi, when I tell you that I was working on the swimming site, I would just go up to cars like this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. I love it. You know what? Yeah, Wallahi. Oh, my God. I was talking to my sister the other day, and I was saying, like, honestly, is it that deep if people unfollow you on social media? Yeah, it's that deep. I'm joking. I don't really give a shit. Social media, to me, is not real life. It's literally just a sneak peek. In some, it's, social media is the epitome of being nosy. You just want to know what happens in people's lives. Mm. You want to see where they're going, mm. what they're eating, who they're with, who they're dating. Mm. I feel like that's the whole point of social media, just sharing your life with people. So if someone chooses not to share their life with me and I genuinely don't know you, mm-hmm. then I honestly don't give a shit. Mm. You can unfollow me. I don't care. But if someone that I'm close to and they decide to unfollow me, I will kill you. No, it's not okay. Like, say, for example, like, it's like, not like someone, not someone close, but like someone like, like, you'd be like, oh, like, you follow, unfollowed me? Okay. Like, that type of relationship. Oh, like, I it's like, honestly don't it's, care. It's like some, someone you wouldn't, like, you would thought you were cool enough to keep on social yeah. media, but they just unfollowed you. No, um, I don't really care. I've had plenty of people like that on my social media that I've unfollowed. And that's only because I want to make my social media like somewhere that's safe for me to post things. Or like that. I don't care who's viewing it. Mm. So if someone did that to me, then by all means do that. That's your prerogative. I wouldn't, <laughs> I don't control your social media. You can unfollow me if you want. I don't care. Even if it's like someone like, I'm like, oh, why are they unfollowing me? Like I would say, oh, why are you unfollowing me? But then mm-hmm. like, who gives a shit? How about you? Um, to be honest, like sometimes I, sometimes I'm bold and I'm brave and I didn't give a shit mm-hmm. and I unfollow you with a quickness. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, I like that person is like, it's, it's close, but it's distant, but I'd rather just not have that conversation. So you will see it more times. You will see yourself on mute. Yeah. Like I will mute you because I don't care for your story, but I don't want to have that conversation with you or I don't want you to feel some type of way. Cause it's just unnecessary conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want you to be perceiving me in a certain light because I unfollowed you. Cause people really take social media seriously. Do you reckon if you see that person in public, you're going to like act different? No, I wouldn't act different. But the thing is for me, I don't take social media personally. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty petty with my social media. Like, I don't like to see my social media above 500 followers. <laughs> like, I'm actually petty. And Allah, I'll, I'll follow your ass. Just because you're a waste of... That ratio it has to be <laughs> the, the following the followers? Be, yeah, yeah, it has yeah. to be there. And I'm so sorry, but Allah, I'm petty like that. Yeah. And if you're just a number there, or you're just like, eh, mm-hmm. cool. I wish unfollow you. The only moment I feel bad is when I remove them from my followers and I unfollow them, and then the next day I see them in my requests, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. But that you, well, like you don't have no um. I don't owe them anything. No way, I don't owe them nothing. But still, like I feel kind of bad. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Why did I do that? What's that word? What? Like they don't have no like. Hold on you? No. What? Meaning? No, damn bad. You're actually damn bad with your baby. <laughs> like, the they actually game. have no, like, ah, like, they have no ego. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have no hishod. They don't no, care. No, 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 not hishod. Not, like, wallah, like, I would actually, if someone did that to me, and I, and I saw my followings and they unfollowed me, because you know sometimes you yeah, click the person yeah, yeah, and then it says follow them back. back. Yeah. And you're like, get am that am my dickhead, bro. And you remove them. Like for me to press that follow back after someone unfollowed me, well, not in I have a no value, nothing. I don't care for myself. I, I, Absolutely. Just say I, say I hate myself. <laughs> at that point, at that point, it's like you don't love yourself. You don't respect you yourself. Where is the respect for yourself? Where is the respect? Like, oh my God, call me whatever you want to call me. 
but sometimes there has to be that level. That's sad. That's sad. And (laughs) I feel bad for the people that do that. But social media, like, well, if you take social media seriously and you're a grown ass person, your priorities, big twenty twenty one, your priorities are mash. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you actually doing? Social media is like a. It's not even a hobby, but it's just something that's just there. Uh-huh. I don't really care for it that much. Yeah. Honestly. But I have been posting a lot lately. Yeah, you have. You know, like Scary. Like painting. Um, but yeah, like honestly, it's hilarious because wallah, I was laughing. And like, <laughs> actually, sometimes very hard, like, it's not, for me, it's not serious. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm at that point where like, um, I'll probably see you often. Yeah. Especially if it's someone you see often, that's kind of, that would be awkward. It's not even about, I don't care. Like, honestly, if it was up to me, like, I would just do it. But it's like, maybe that person might bring it up. Or yeah. maybe, like, I just don't want to have that conversation. And I don't want to put that. And then what are you going to say to them? Oh, say, wanna, say, say I'm someone that you've unplugged. I don't want to put that awkward And I come up to you and I'll be like, oh, baby, hey, it's a long time I see you. How you been, man? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, why do you unfollow me on Instagram? Because there's people out there that are bold like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm um, like, at the get. Yeah. So, baby, why did you unfollow me on Instagram? Well, I'll do this. <laughs> nah, it's not even that deep, man. I'll just, I'll feel too much. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, why did you feel the need to remove me? I, I just, thought we were friends oh, like look, that. I just like, you know, I just going through the thing. And you know how everybody senses it for you? Like, you don't interact. Like, yeah, I just told, get rid of the whole thing. Like, you know, I just boom, 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 went through it. I didn't even look twice. Uh-huh. Oh my god, like what's your social media? Add me back. I'd give it a couple months. Boom, gone. And then guess what? They're gonna check it. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If that case, well, if they came You'd up keep me, them on. and I'd say they added me again, like, mm. oh my god, give me your social media. I would keep them and I'd just put them oh on mute because I don't god. really rate their content. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's me right now. Well, like, I can't tell you the last time I went through my feed and actually scrolled. I don't know why I find it like it's a chore. Mm. But I love like, social media is so fun, so lighthearted. Mm. Like, you reply to people's stories, people reply to your stories. Like, yeah. I just love it. That I element. think people think I'm kind of a snob on social media because Same. I barely oh. swipe up on people's stories. Like, oh, not, in, not that element. No, as in like, I'll see like a friend or someone that looks cute and I'll be like, oh my God, they look so good. Oh my God. But I won't swipe, swipe up? up and I don't tell them that. But that's not me being a snob. It's just me like, I'm oblivious. No, that's that's stupid. That's so stupid. If it's like you guys, I'll be like, oh, baddie. No, but like but random, like your mates. Not random, but like, like random like girls on my Instagram. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. For me, it's just the following part that's, that people following think I'm probably back. a snob. But you are. No, I shit's on private, public, bro. Like, oh, yeah, it is. Like, it's not that deep. Like, what's are you not point? scared? Why? I don't know. Uh, having my account on public, it just gives me a bit of anxiety. No. I don't know. I feel like once I put something out on the internet, it's there for the world to see. I, I'm kind of scared with what, what people will do with that information. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like sometimes, sometimes I do take it off and I put yeah. it on public. I mean, private. Yeah. For like a bit, or maybe I'll just take it off. It's just depending how I feel, to be honest. Like, yeah. but like, no, it doesn't give me anxiety. To be fair, I don't really mind it. Um, mm. but yeah. I have something to confront you with. What? <laughs> the hell? <gasps> what? This just came into my mind. Um, mm. just talking about ISO and quarantine. Um, so why don't you want to get vaccinated? <laughs> i'm putting everything on the table now i want you to tell the viewers why you're being mother or why you don't want to get vaccinated hello <laughs> i went for the government your police get to knock on my door they actually will bro. no they're not yes, they i'm just so sorry like i've okay now that i've got covid and you're not immune to it that's shit i have antibodies that will protect me from it now darling for the okay. next three months and what three months after that it's gone after that it's gone and guess what if you get it again it's gonna be worse mm-hmm. so are you down for that mm. you're so not fantastic. down for that at the end of the day 
You can't force me. It's but why don't you will. want it? I don't but why want don't, to. But why? You don't why even have a logical... Why don't you fuck a single Faisal Hassan He said, no, I would never give it to Ilmahinga. Oh, my. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Bring me the proof. Right now. After the podcast. Yes. I will show you. What the fudge? No, but why? What's your reasoning? You don't even have a reasoning behind it. You're an anti-vaxxer for no reason. Because they made that shit within her one dakika in a second though, it's not but do you think I don't want to put no, that in my is, body no, I already have a bad immune system no but guess what, what? all vaccines have side effects mm. and do you not know that this vaccine has been approved by the FDA it's been approved by every um, body that needs to approve it and it's safe for people to take so I don't know why you don't want to take it is it by it is going to be a qasab Okay, but why are you forcing me? Because I want my niggas to have perhaps imagine they say, Yeah, yeah, baby H can't come out of the house because she's not vaccinated. Okay, but the only time I'll take it is if I need to go on placement and they force me to take it. Then I will. But it's honestly it's not something I want to do and I hope by then that they don't want to force people to take it. Or... Do you not know okay, let me say this okay, to you. At the end of the if day, they thought if they mm. thought that this wasn't safe, they would have been giving it to people of low socioeconomic standards, people that live in like the poorest type of environments and they would have tested it out on them but the first people they started giving this shit to were like politicians and people of high high standards so do you not think that they would want these people of high standards they wouldn't want them to kind of what's the word they wouldn't want to sabotage them and make them affect, them affect them in any sort of Jeopardize way. Jeopardize their health. Yeah. Do, would I you, understand do you not that. think that? I understand that. And I take it. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just don't want to get it. Like, but why? I'm, you don't even have a reason. Just because they made it in like a slow amount, like a fast amount of time. That's the only reason you have. Okay. I don't want that. I don't want to put those stuff in my body. Okay. Uh-huh. I know I've taken other vaccines before and stuff like that. Exactly. But so what's the that's, ha- that's had so many like extensive research. So and all this these has extensive research okay, as well. It doesn't. You can't really do extensive research on cheese. And even the, even the flu vaccine and all those shots, they've been to this day. They still bring out research on that, even though it's made ages Darling, ago. Everything okay, so is going to continuously be researched. That's fine. But when by the time it's been fast tracked, that's what you have to understand. Okay, as it's well. been fast tracked, and I understand the circumstances. Fast track a vaccine. Yes, I understand, that and mm-hmm. I've taken that one into consideration. But I don't want to get it as of now. I will get it in the future, maybe when there's more research on it or the things that I'm happy for, mm. happy for it to go on my body. But as of now, I, don't, I just want you guys to be the lab rats. And you are, you guys are the lab rats. And, and guess it, what? We're doing great. And you guys are doing fantastic and I'm not against it. But I just don't want to get it because I just don't want to put that in my body as of now. Okay. In the future, I don't know. Allahu alam. I'm giving but, you two months. Watch. But you're not going to give me, you're such a crazy nurse. Guys, every day she said, come to my work right now. I want to stab you with the thing. I said, whoa, I don't want to but I tell you the amount of people I've gotten to come and get vaccinated and I'm doing my part in society to make sure that we're all safe and that we all can live life that's fine darling you you are an amazing frontline worker and I'm so proud of your efforts and everything that you're doing for the people in the community however you are not going to get my arm and you are not going to jump me I will me. give me two months when they say hey baby head you can't come to school because you uh, that's fine watch they're going to say that I need some money, money nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no but um, is, isn't it? yeah I just, I just don't want to get out of now. I don't really have an excuse. I just don't know. I've just heard so much he say, she say. Not even he say, she say. It's more what I've seen on social media and like mm. doing research and stuff like that. I feel like there's also a lot of fear mongering on the internet. And that's why I tell people not to listen to what they see on Facebook and YouTube and all that bullshit. Oh, Do no, you? you really, um, yeah. I said research but Facebook and YouTube because people she'll, she'll watch no but because I have so many people that come in and when they're getting vaccinated yeah. and I'm like oh any concerns anything you any questions you have uh-huh. and they're like yeah I've seen these videos on YouTube of a lady um, having a seizure when she got it or yeah. this and this happening I'm like those are not connected to the vaccine mm-hmm. and people have to understand that 
just because one person had a seizure doesn't mean that you're going to have it. Yeah. There is a chance, but like, it's not going to happen to mm. you. And I feel like there's just a lot of like fear mongering. Like, ugh, I don't know. But... Yeah, and I understand that. But honestly. But um... there's some funny experience. Oh my God. I had an experience and I actually wanted to cry. Mm. It was one of the first times I've, I had someone have a reaction on me after they're getting their vaccine. So I was, so I vaccinated this guy. He was fine. I'm like, yep, just wait for 15 minutes in the observation yeah. area. Um, so he was waiting. And just as I sent him out, this lady's like, excuse me, something's not fine with this guy. Can you come check him out? Yeah. I come out, this guy's lying back on the chair, like knocked out, like unconscious. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I literally screamed. I said, can you call a code? The lady ran, got the phone, call a code. They're like, code blue vaccination clinic. I, when I tell you, this guy was like 6'5". Over 100 kilos, like a massive guy. Uh-huh. I had to lift him off the chair, put him on the ground, lay him down. Just as I lay him down, he starts seizing, like massive seizures, oh like punching out. Like when I tell you, they see, they say usually if someone's having a seizure, don't try and like hold them down and yeah. stuff like that. So this guy's like punching out, almost knocking me out. I'm like, oh my God, what the heck's happening? So all the doctors come in, all the nurses come in, mm-hmm. the manager of the, um, um, of the clinic comes in and then the... When I tell you my hands were shaking, and this was the same day as the earthquake that happened. Uh-huh. So that day was already shit because we were behind. My hands are shaking. For 30 minutes, I couldn't do vaccinations. So I'm like, guys, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not like hurt or anything. And like, I don't know what it is. It's adrenaline in my hands. I can't vaccinate people right now. So give me a couple seconds. But that was the day I was like, whoa, that day was a shit show. I had three other people fainting as well. I was like, what is going on today? <laughs> well, and you know what's crazy? Guys come in that have tattoos all over their body. Mm-hmm. And once they see the needle, they start crying. <laughs> <laughs> That is actually very that toxic. Is, that is not toxic, Excuse brother. Me. How are you using a needle to tattoo your entire body? But when you see something, as t- you know how tiny the needles are that we're injecting people? Yeah. Absolutely small. I thought I thought you meant it the other way. No, they get so scared from the needle. Oh. I'm like, oh my God, don't be a little wuss. That, that's what I meant. <laughs> You're so toxic. I know, I even say to them, I'm like, don't be a wuss, it's tiny, you'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> Then he swoops on me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> you face on I'm like, that is a great day. Oh, uh, but it wasn't happens when I'm working. No, that's honestly, um, that's so amazing. Well, that's so fun. I know. The best thing is when I vaccinate people that I know. Oh. Like I did one of our friends. Um, I did, <laughs> I did Chino's one. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was so funny. I did Chino's. Yeah, I did. Well, it was so funny. Oh, it's crazy. It's so funny when people come to work. Yeah. But yeah, it's so fun. That was actually a really good episode. That is a really good episode. Can we end it now? Yeah, <laughs> let's finish it off with a lighthearted thing. Okay, um, what question? Do you have a question? Do I have a question for you? Yeah. Or do you have something to say or some affirmation or whatever? Uh, words of wisdom, anything? Um, I have, a, I have, I have a. I have realized something. Mm. <laughs> I realized something about myself. Right. This is something that um, many of our friends have told us, but I think I have an issue with authority. What do you mean? Like, I don't like when people tell me what to do. Is that something that you've realized or do, is like something that... No, that you don't mind has people tell you what to do. No, like in like a normal setting, yeah. No, but when it comes city, to work... Yeah, I've realized wallahi, that. Wallahi, I get so mad like when one of the girls is like, hey, go like vaccinate that person or oh, go swab that person. I'm like, I don't you tell me what to do. Go do that yourself. I'm telling you, that work environment, wallahi, when I used to work there, it's, mm. so, it's so like... Oh, so like, toxic. So toxic. Like, wallahi, there's so many times that I'm just like... I used to look at the girl like... One more time, Quran. What's happening? Wallah, I think I almost got so many. I'm so sorry. Like, 
I don't like it. But then I also don't like the, being the leader. No, no, but I also don't like being the one that everyone comes to and be like, hey, do I do this like this? Because mm. I don't like that, that responsibility. But I also don't want you saying, hey, do this, do that. Yeah. So it's kind of, that's something I'm going to try to figure out. Mm. That's a journey I want to embark on. Anything you want to share with the, the lovely people? Um, No, I'm okay for today. Um, I guess. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Yes, guys. I'm so sorry you've been a little inconsistent, but excuse me, it's a little bump in the road. Yes. Um, Inshallah. We'll pray for us, guys, that we kind of stay consistent because we actually need it. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely miss this. Like, well, I, I feel like this is a good outlet for us, this podcast. Even though you guys probably think that we're mentally unstable, but guess what? <laughs> That's the fun part. They get to um, use get, us as a source of entertainment. Exactly, a source of entertainment. Mm. Send in any questions, guys. Um, we like to hear from you guys. Um, but yeah, we have some exciting things coming. Yeah. Collaborations. Yeah. So hopefully you guys stay tuned. We're going to post that on our stories, but... Um, Yes, guys. Um, thank you for watching. I mean, listening to our podcast. You can find what was that spiel that I used to say? Anchor. Oh yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> you can listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And you can send in your questions to us on our Curious Cat or our Instagram stories. Um, but yeah. And also, guys, tell us what you guys want us to film or what you guys want to hear topics. Anything that you guys are interested in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be um serious things. It can be very lighthearted things as well. Yeah. And whatever you guys want to hear and what you guys are liking so far on our channel period oh podcast channel <laughs> anyway do you want us to do a face reveal I'm joking <laughs> I just wanted to yeah, tease them with that I just wanted to tease them with that <laughs> anyway thank you guys so much for listening I have been your host Baby H and I have been your host Casey bye guys bye that was a really good podcast <laughs>